Hey guys, Codis here with the The Old Christian Podcast. I'm with Jared Montana. Hi. Well, um, we're going to talk about, so this is going to get your, your trousers rousled up, but we're talking about baptism, you know, so. Yeah, we've, we've made a previous episode on baptism. Yes. Um, and so what we previously stated was that baptism is not a requirement for salvation, mm-hmm. um, but rather baptism is something that you do as an act of obedience out of uh, receiving salvation. So once you are of the faith, uh, you should get baptized is what we taught. Yeah. So me, I'm still 50-50 on this, so come in with an open mind like me, everybody. Don't just shut everything out. Listen. Yeah. Don't turn away from the episode. <laughs> Listen. So I'm not saying that's wrong. I do still agree with that, but uh, I will say this. So um, very popular verses in support of baptism being uh, necessary for salvation is John 3, where Jesus is speaking to Nicodemus. And so Jesus says, uh, you must be born of the water and the spirit. Um, And so now I still believe this when you look at verse 6 and verse after that verse. um, It it states that Jesus uh, clarifies he's talking about a a physical birth, like being birthed from your mother's womb. That's the water. Um, from the amniotic fluid, that's the water, and then the uh, being baptized of the Spirit, that would be the, the you know once the you, Pentecost. Okay. Yeah, you, da, 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 you receive da, 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 the Holy Spirit once you have faith, um, and so that's what the two the two uh, being baptized of the water and the Spirit Jesus is referring to. I still yes. hold to that. Um, Catholics and other some Protestant denominations hold that is talking about a water baptism and a spiritual baptism that they're different in the same. Anyway, so I don't hold to that. I don't think it makes sense in the context of the passage. And then there's another passage, I think it's 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, I think, maybe somewhere around, it's in one of the first Second Peter, um, it says that uh, when you're baptized, you are saved. And so I think that it's referring to a spiritual baptism, um, baptism of the Spirit, rather than a water baptism. But anyways, uh, I was reading through Colossians the other day, and I came across chapter 2, and in it, it says this, uh, verse 11 through 13. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Verse 13. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. So what he's saying is, is when you're baptized, your sinful nature is cut away. And so basically what... You could an argument could be made here that um, until you're baptized, you have that sinful um, that sinful nature, and so if you don't get baptized, you'll remain with that sinful nature. And so um, I think that this would probably be the strongest piece of evidence for uh, mandatory baptism for salvation. But here's the thing, Codus. Um, I like I said, I still hold to the belief that baptism isn't necessary for salvation, and here's why. Um, because and this is this will make more sense to everybody in a second. So, Codus, what are we saved by? Our faith. Uh, by, from, grace. by grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, yeah. yeah by grace. And, and it is faith alone. Yeah, faith and so, um, and then in James two it says that faith without works is dead, right? And yeah. so the way that uh, we make sense of it, at least on this podcast and and most uh, Protestant theologians do, is that you are saved by grace. That is grace. Or, uh, sorry, that is faith alone. Saved by grace, through faith, that is faith alone. And then as a result of that faith, you will have works. Mm-hmm. And so in other words, the uh, theology term for that is justification and sanctification. Justification is when you're saved. 
And then sanctification is the work that occurs after you're saved. So the works of the, of the faith. Um, and so, uh, like I said, James chapter 2 says, faith without works is dead. So uh, we can actually judge people by their fruits according to Jesus in Matthew 7. And if people live their whole life without works, then we can judge not like their salvation, but we can assume that they are not saved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, basically, um, using the terms justification and sanctification, just to spare me time of explaining things every single time, um, if somebody does not have sanctification, if they do not have the works that are a result of their faith, then they will not have that justification. Um, or rather, they didn't have true justification, I should say. Um, just to reiterate it in more common words, um, <laughs> if somebody lives their life uh, without works, then they never truly had salvation in the first place. We can all agree on that, Finnis. That's the faith alone uh, theology. Um, and so now, this is where I need to be particular with my words, is because I think that baptism is a result of the obedience. So um, if we are justified by faith alone, I think the beginning steps of sanctification is baptism. Um, And so according to that passage in Colossians 2, baptism is what cuts away our sinful nature. And so if baptism cuts away our sinful nature, then it is necessary for sanctification. Uh, It is necessary for the works of the faith. Um, And so if it is necessary for the works of the faith, and if people don't get baptized, or if they don't have works of the faith, then they don't have the salvation. They don't have the justification. Mm-hmm. So there is no justification without sanctification, but sanctification results from justification. Um, very, very particular wording here. Yeah, I don't um, know anything you just said. <laughs> yeah, so um, if baptism is necessary so that we be- can begin true works in faith. Um, I wouldn't, like, so the whole baptism thing and a whole picture... I don't think if you don't do it, you won't get into heaven. Because mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of the thief on the cross. Jared right. just left. He just walked out the house. No, I'm getting my drink. No. Um, but like the thief on the cross, he right. never got baptized. Right. And so, by you know, mm-hmm. that, that kind of, I'm not going to say it proves it, but it's pretty much kind of shows that even Almost. if you, yeah, if you don't get baptized, Almost. I don't think you're not going to make it. Right. So I don't I, think it's something that is 100% mandatory. Right. Um, now you also have to consider that the thief on the cross was in the old covenant, and you also have to consider um, that the thief on the cross had no time to do sanctification, had no time to do works because he was on his deathbed. So I would count that as a deathbed. Well, I've heard people argue that like mm-hmm. I don't care, you never got baptized, so like right, right, that is the common argument. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and so that's why God is the judge of hearts. And so um, I mean, it's a deathbed confessional. Like like I said, I mean if. If you live, like if I live for 20 years and I have no works, then I didn't have true faith. Um, but if I'm on my deathbed and I give my life to Christ legitimately, um, then I still have no works and I'm still going to heaven, similar to the thief on the cross. Um, but that's why God is judging hearts because ju- God judges um, every aspect. So even like a – so God knows what we could do with the knowledge that we should have. If that makes sense. So if I have knowledge uh, from the Bible that I don't share, uh, or if I don't share the gospel and I have the, the easy means to do so, God will hold me accountable for that. Like, why didn't you do it? Um, and basically when the Bible tells us to go make disciples, and, um, and so I think that God's going to hold us accountable for the knowledge that we do and also don't have. Because in, the, in this world, 
We live in a society where the knowledge of the war is at our fingertips. Right. And so I think that we'll be held responsible for the knowledge that we don't possess uh, to a degree, that is. I don't think that God expects us to know everything, but yeah. um, I do think that ignorance is not bliss if you are capable of outgrowing your ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, going back to the, the baptism conversation, um, I want to reiterate that it doesn't save you, but it does indicate if you don't get baptized, you don't have the works of the faith, that you probably aren't saved, if that makes sense. Now, you also have to remember um, that in uh, Matthew 3, Jesus got baptized because he says, I did it because I, or, blah, 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 blah. you must do all that God requires, is what Jesus says about baptism. Um, and so it's a requirement. Now, what is it a requirement for? It's not a requirement for salvation, but it is, or justification, but it, uh, it is a requirement for sanctification, or it is a requirement for the act of obedience after the faith, or resulting of faith. Um, and so, like I said, it's, it's the exact same conversation of uh, faith and works. We are saved by faith, that is faith alone, but true faith results in works, similar with baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not saved by baptism. Uh, it is symbolic. And so, but if we are saved, we will get baptized. So, anyways, um, any any thoughts? I told you it's a doozy. Not it, really. It's I a, don't. It's a I don't doozy know, man. Conversation. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I I called my buddy, uh, Beaver. His, his last name is Beaver. And so I was like, Hey, dude, this is this is my thought process. And he's like, Makes sense. He's like, I'm right there with you. And uh, he's, <laughs> anyways, me and him also agreed. We're like, How about this? We're just gonna teach from now on that. Uh, you need to get baptized, not for you know salvation. But like, why risk it? You know what I mean. Um, if you can get baptized, you should. Um, again, not that it's necessary for salvation, but if you are saved, you will get baptized. Makes sense. Very, very doozy of a conversation. Yeah. I yeah yeah I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah, and then like I uh, I re looked up First uh, Peter. I do think it's chapter three, verse like twenty one or something like that, and. That's, anyways, um, feel free to study this stuff yourself, guys. Um, I think what I'm saying makes sense. Maybe it doesn't uh, in regards to it's, it's exactly like the faith and work situation. But anyways, so yeah. I, I, I begin to understand the Catholic doctrine because that's pretty much what, what Catholics teach. Not the, Pump the brakes, buddy. Not, not the, the – like they believe in infant baptism. You're I'm not, Catholic. I'm not, right? I'm not talking about infant baptism. I definitely don't believe in that. Baptism occurs after salvation, um, or at least the the initial faith belief of. <laughs> Have you seen? So, speaking about the infant baptism thing, during COVID, they had to still baptize babies. And mm. have you seen the one where it's like the guy gets a squirt gun? No. He fills it with holy water and he just sprays the babies from a no distance. No way. He sprays their forehead from a distance with a water gun. That's funny. The dude, have you seen the video where he just like dunks the kid too? I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he does it quick. Like, dude, he's, you're safe. You're yeah, safe. It's, it's wild. Like a factory, dude. <laughs> pumping babies out left and right. Yeah. Get them saved. I wish it was that easy to get saved, man. I know, right? I was baptized at 12, so I'm going to heaven. Looks <laughs> crack. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting conversation because I got baptized when I was eight, uh, eight years old at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought I knew what I was talking about and or believing, and I didn't. And so I ended up getting rebaptized when I was 14, mm-hmm. when I was more aware of my, my uh, situation. But uh, after I read this Colossians 2 verse, because again, I think Colossians 2 is really the crux of the argument. Um, because if, if you still have your sinful nature when you die... Are you judged by your sinful nature? Because it's saying that it, it removed, it circumcises us. And so anyways, 
Um, it's very interesting conversation. I'm open to having this conversation with anybody. Um, where's I going with that? Oh, right. And so I told, I was telling my wife Jenna this uh, Colossians two thing, and she was like, you know, this this definitely makes me want to get rebaptized because I got baptized when I was eight, and yeah. I didn't know what I was talking about. And she, you know, even before this conversation, she had talked about how she wants to get baptized before we leave for the church. Um, but uh, so, anyways, made, made her want to speed up the process. So. Yeah. No, I Trust was, me, we all want to do that. Yeah. It's, I've, yeah, I've been talking to a bunch of the group, not you, we've been kind of not talking to you about it. I dare you. But, man, we want to hurry this up. I know. Beaver, he's been texting me like, dude, I'm just ready for it. Yeah. Um, so We're all just sitting there. We're so eager, dude. It's insane. Like it's Patience is a virtue. It's, it's awful. Yeah. Like, we all just want to start now. We want to get going now. I know. But we can't. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about... Um, very little detail is I was offered um, an opportunity to plant a church, and uh, I'm kind of assembling a, a, a team of Avengers. Yeah. So. He didn't assemble me. It kind of sucked, so I'm yeah. just going to stay here. But Yeah. yeah. No, nah, he's coming with me. But, uh... Yeah, worship leader. <laughs> oh. Yes. About that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to sing, man, go for it. Just yeah, not with well. the mic. All right. <laughs> Sing in the booth. Man, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else. Um, Yolt got hacked, so thank you. Oh, right. Yeah, Yolt did get hacked. Um, you getting messages. It's not from yeah, us. Yeah, the Instagram and... Oh, the, the Instagram the, did too? Well, that's where it stemmed from because I went to log into oh. Instagram and it was like, hey, suspicious activity. You won't be able to log in for two days. That's good. And then I went to check the email and it said that the password had been changed like two weeks prior to me discovering this. I was like, oh, nice. So somebody got the email and, you know, if you got the email, email you can pretty much do anything with Yolt, but... Uh, I still haven't changed any passwords. Well, a lot of the passwords are like different. They're not like the. I've noticed that. If you yeah, look at our, that's true. Never mind. I'm just not going to talk <laughs> about this stuff on the podcast. We're not going to ex- expose right. us. Right. Um, right. Anyway, so don't hack us. We yeah. we'll, we'll pray for you. <laughs> um, hopefully, you speak English. I don't know. Yeah. You don't need to. But yeah, yeah. So that that's the the conversation. So is baptism mandatory? Not for salvation, but yeah. yes for sanctification. Explain sanctification. So it's the works. Mm. Sanctification is just the process of so becoming. So I don't. Righteous. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that yeah. So yeah. Te- I think technically by definition it's the the gradual process of becoming righteous. Um, and so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Like, if you have the chance to be baptism, but mm-hmm. if you have the chance to be baptized, 100 percent do it because like mm-hmm. it's a good path to take. Yeah, if you can, you should. Yeah, if you can, you 100% should. So if you guys need to get baptized, come to us. We'll help you out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yes, you definitely should. In fact, there's no reason not to. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. The only reason that people don't get baptized, in my experience, is because they're scared of, oh. of, uh, of people watching. They're scared of the public. It could be one person. Like, my yeah. buddy asked me if, I could, if he wanted me to baptize him. Yeah, and I'll say this. I said no, because I wasn't. I didn't feel right doing it. But. Yeah, understandable. I, I I didn't feel weird when I baptized my three. Uh, I didn't feel like I was in the right spot to do it at the moment. Right. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah. I can't do it, man. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Um, like my church, uh, you have to be on staff to baptize. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Back. But I'm not on staff, so I can't baptize in church. But what about janitors? Yeah. They're staff technically. That's an interesting conversation. I don't know. So I'm but, saying, bro, hey, yeah, be ready. So, um, but so with that being said about fear, Godspeed. if you 
I think that if, if you are refusing to get baptized out of fear, out of a place of fear, mm-hmm. then your faith is not in the right spot. I don't think you have true faith. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just going to be bold and say that. I get it if you're like, like you know, not everybody's a public people person. No, I get that. But like, I think that our love for God should overshadow that, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, if you're new, I get it, because like, when you're first new to Christianity, mm, okay, yeah, you're yeah. not bold. Mm-hmm. You're not a lion. You're a snail. You know, but yeah. like, you'll get there. And like, you don't like again. You don't have to in front of a crowd. It can be like a mm-hmm. few people. That's very true. Or just very a buddy. True. Yep. Um, there's a verse. It's either Matthew 10 or Matthew 11. Not to help the the, the points you're making or to go against it. I agree with you. Um, but there's a verse, and Billy Graham always uses it whenever he was giving an altar call. And it says, "If you deny me in front of your peers, I'll deny you before the Father. But if you uh, accept me before your, your peers, then I'll accept you before the Father, or something like that." Yeah. And so I use that whenever talking about baptism. It's like, guys, it's a public profession of the faith. And so if you're scared to do it, you know what I mean? You're going to hell. No, not quite, but yeah. So, um, yeah. Get baptized, people. Fun fact. So when I was a youth pastor, which, of course, um, I, I taught what I still teach, which is uh, baptism is an outward sign of an inward change. It's a public profession of the faith. Um, and it, it symbolizes, like, my wedding ring. I'm still married, even though I don't wear my wedding ring. Similarly, I'm still saved if I don't get baptized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and so I was teaching that, and one of my students went up to my wife, which was split up in guys and girls. Um, she was, like, thinking about getting baptized, and I wanted her to get baptized so bad because she'd never been baptized. Um, and I was I was getting ready to, to put a tarp in the back of the truck, fill it up with a water hose, and I That's was your ready. suspension up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was ready though. I was ready, and she never, she never bit the bullet on it. Um, Sucks. Yeah, and so I don't think that. She I don't like getting wet. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get it. That's why I'm not going to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been baptized? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when I was like younger. Yeah, understandable. Probably um, something I want to do again, but. Dude, honestly, when I baptized my three friends, it was amazing. You want to baptize the fourth one in your wife? Yeah. Right. Actually, I actually, I, I wanted to baptize my wife. She said that uh, before we moved, she wants me to baptize her. I'm going to be crying. Can you baptize me? Uh, is that a thing? No, like, actually. I mean, I can do whatever. Because, like, cause like, so, like, two years ago, well, well, on, on um, one second, on October 11th, 2020, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I need to, you know, that's when I actually started doing this seriously, so. Mm. Yeah, you want to get re-baptized. Yeah. Same reason why I did my. Yeah, I'll baptize you, bro. Sweet. The Bible doesn't say you can't get baptized more than once, man. Yeah. So if, if you don't think it works, hey man, they slaughtered a sheep once a week. So there you go. Yeah. I'll get baptized once a week. <laughs> if you don't think it works, then the Father, do it again. the Son, and the Axe spray. Oh my goodness. No. Okay. So pause. Pause. Uh-huh. So I'm going on a tangent here. I don't know if you've do seen this crap, but you know Addison Ray, the stupid whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. Instagram model. There's this new thing going on. It's a bikini. It says Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Dude, Christian TikTok, piece. yeah, Christian TikTok is throwing the biggest fit. Like, Addison Ray got canceled and everything. Like, I'm surprised I haven't heard about that. Dude, it's bad. It, it's called praying, and it's like praying going down. And like, their whole clothing line is mocking the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit on their clothing line and making it all sexual. Mm. Anyway, that's stupid. But that being mm. said, yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's it's really imagine, dumb. imagine this. Imagine. 
uh, I put Muhammad over my crotch. Oh yeah, you'd get in trouble. I'd, oh, I'd get any other religion, gone, if it forget Christianity. Yeah, but if it's Christianity, woo! Yeah, yeah, that's insane. It's Muslim, you know, Jewish, you know, and whatever. But I mean, I mean you know why that is, right? You know why it's only Christianity. Because we're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the truth is is inherently or intrinsically divisive. I mean, with the truth, somebody's gonna be right and somebody's gonna be wrong. Like mm-hmm. you, that's just how it is. Which we live in a society now where truth is is obsolete, where it's relative, and because it's relative, there is no absolute truth. It makes no sense. I get it. Anyway, that's stupid. You should just yeah. be praying for the praying company, because mm. there you go. Dumb. It's the right answer. Well, uh, y'all, thank you all for watching. Be sure to go check out the stuff. Closing, yeah, closing book. line. Um, dude, I had this one guy. He was yeah. like. He loved the book so much. He's been he sold like fifteen copies. Yeah. Wow. He's like telling me every time he gets a sale. And, Who and is like, it? It's some dude named Greg Bester. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. He like on. on Look at you. I know, right? I just found a good salesman. You got fanboys. <laughs> yeah. So pretty neat. But anyways, so uh, y'all should go check it out. Yeah, pretty Listen. good book. Free on um, for a free audio. Yeah, free audio on Spotify. But anyways, thank you all for listening. Check uh, out our Discord. <laughs> Check out Discord, join the Christian community. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to close out. Right. Father, thank you for the opportunity of faith that you've given us, the opportunity of fellowship. Thank you for the technology that you've given us so that we can voice your word um, and just communicate it, God. And uh, thank you for giving us your son to die on the cross for our sins so that we could shed our sinful nature as we discussed today. And thank you for teaching us how to do so um, in the sense of having faith, God. Thank you for that. Thank you for uh, the abundant blessings that you've given us and God, I pray that we can use what you've given us to bless others. Um, God, we pray that you continue to guide us, guard us, protect us. And for all those people that are listening, that they drive safe, uh, listen safe, and that they go about their day. So that they can, we can all glorify you in a better way. And all this can be prayed for you, Amen. Amen. Well, Godspeed.